Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Jesus Magnet Podcast. Uh, today's a good one. We're joined here by some great guests uh, and our co-host, George. Hey. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good. I, um, so, our guests, we've finally wrangled him in, Corey Watson. Welcome. Thank you. Great to be here, man. Thank you so much for having us. No, it's... Having me. Well, it's our pleasure. <laughs> yeah. It's us, bro. It's us. It's, it's us. And then we've also got, in person, not on the phone, Terry Mulkler. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Yeah. Not my first rodeo. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've done this before with you guys. That's way better having you in person. Well, it's true. It is much better in person. It sounds a lot my nicer. First rodeo, I know. So. Love what you guys Be gentle. Doing. It's awesome. <laughs> Cheers. Be gentle. <laughs> we were just going through before the podcast that you guys are knowing each other for quite a while now. A long time. A few years, eh? 16, 16 years? 16, 16 years of just years. fun and games. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> some shenanigans <laughs> in there too. Some, some Fair warning, this could stuff. go sideways this at any moment. Really quick. We yeah. potentially might not get a word in, George, so yeah, say something now before. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, now you sound like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you did uh, Terry's, mo- uh, Terry's uh, laundry today, Corey. I did do Terry's laundry. Yeah, I uh, just trying to show my brother that I love him and uh, was willing to sacrifice my uh, my pride. You and, know what? Uh, you know what that is. See, they, clean someone's. I was laundry. I was once told that be careful what you preach on a Sunday because God will test you in it that week. Oh yeah. Mm. This yeah. man preached love Sunday morning, so yeah. you know, him <laughs> doing my laundry. Just practicing what that preach. was that was it. Yeah, man. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. love in action. Love in action. That's yeah. it. With not, a bit, of, bit of detergent and <laughs> seeking the benefit of my brother <laughs> <laughs> for having clean clothes. Because I, I got to sit next to him, so it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's beneficial for both of us. Oh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Bro, come on, love without agenda. What happened? Uh, yeah, uh, as soon as you need a pig, you sort of yeah. step away a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Not yeah. hugging anymore, just high fives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Face turned away, high fives. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have been living in a camper for a couple yes, of weeks yeah, now. No, he so. doesn't smell that. He doesn't smell. He's so that's why he's been doing my laundry, just to clarify. <laughs> True. We've oh, been in a camp for reason. Yeah. Here's a legit yeah. reason. Yeah. 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 It's not just because he's <laughs> a really nice guy. It's not just because I take my laundry to Corey's <laughs> <laughs> Test how much he loves me. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've been in the camper for a couple of weeks, so, you know, it piled up. Travel around, seeing God's own. Come on, mate. What a place to be. Oh, it's so good, especially going into sort of that winter season. Getting, check out the Sawyer and Tekapo the other day. Yeah, and of course it's fall colours at the moment, which is a big deal. Yeah. You know, we've been in Canada for the last three years, and my wife being Canadian, the fall is, it's all about the fall. Oh, yeah. Best time of the year, but it happens in a heartbeat, it's gone, you know, blink and you miss it. And uh, so for us to come here and travel down through the south and just see four colours everywhere, it's just, it was a real treat. It's the only island to be in, really. Oh, wow. Fair enough, I guess. <laughs> tis, tis the best island. Unless you like surfing <laughs> and not freezing to death. But yes, it's a good, it's a good island. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, you are mentioning earlier that Corey was preaching about love. I was. Man, man knows how to preach. Yeah. Man knows how to preach. Preaching on love. Such a good word. Thanks, bro. Yeah, both. It was, it was good. Both services. Just yeah. listen to that Holy Spirit and saying what he's saying. Awesome. Saying what he's saying. Yeah. It's the, um, it's the gospel. Obviously, uh, Terry and I's story. Uh, I won't share his story, but <laughs> encountering God's love and realizing and believing that was actually a, a very significant uh, time in my life uh, because it, it turned... It made my Christianity real. 
if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I was doing sure, all yeah. the right things, yeah. but still feeling empty and not really sure why I'm doing them. Just knew that I was meant to do them. Uh, obviously, being a pastor's kid, so I had an amazing upbringing. Um, so I knew how to live like a Christian. But when I actually believed that God loved me, um, it changed everything. And all of a sudden, you know, evangelism and praying for people and doing all the things we're meant to do uh, as Christians was was not a thing I was doing to try and be accepted. It mm. was, no, I'm doing this because God loves me and he loves the person that I'm talking to. So, yeah. You weren't just hearing about it. You were actually doing it. Doing it. Yeah. So it's awesome. It's just, it was a motivation. Yeah. And so we, we looked at Paul's, uh, you know, we looked in Corinthians 13, where Paul says that, you know, I can give my body, which is mad because that's a pretty sacrificial yeah. thing to actually give your life. Oh, yeah. For the cause of Christ. Uh, but he says, if you don't, if, but if you did it and you didn't love, it's a zero. <laughs> or I can move mountains by my faith, but not have love. And it's, a zero. I can give everything that I have. These are very self-sacrificial acts on the surface, but without our heart connected, yeah, without love connected, compelling us, it actually counts for nothing. Mm. So it's pretty sobering. Love's love's uh, not a a weird Christian feeling or a weird, um, you know, I don't know how to explain it. It's not. It's it's a major component. Come on. If not, you know, when God, when the Bible says that God is love, yeah, um, love is not some optional extra for the Christian. It's actually the motivational yeah. force of not why we Not an add-on or an upgrade. Yeah, and not an add-on, exactly. So <laughs> it's, it's the a, foundation it's of everything. It's a big deal. I mean, yeah. when God sent his son, he says, for God so loved the world. You know what I mean? It didn't say for God was so angry with the world, for God was so frustrated, for God was so whatever. It was for God so loved. And so if it's his motivation and we're made in his image, you know, we, we should be motivated and compelled oh, yeah. by the same thing. Yeah. And that's love and that's God, so... And love spreads, yeah. personally, love spreads so much quicker than anything else. It does. Like, yeah. And, and workplaces on a Monday morning when mm-hmm. people are like, I haven't had a coffee yet. Mm. Go in there and you're just joyful, cheerful, sharing a bit of love. That's it. And you just see the room lighten up. It's great. You do. Um, and I was just thinking back to my, when I first started coming to church, because we talk about tithing in church, and I started going to church, was like, I was like, oh, a bit of tithe. <laughs> I bet it's I bet everyone else is doing it. Good response, bro. <laughs> I bet it. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden my heart Did most Christians either. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it's uh, Yeah, my heart changed and I was like, you know what? That? I'd love to do this because That's I'd awesome. love to see the kingdom move. And That's I'd love to be here to help it. Yeah. yeah. That's the motivation change, right? That's yeah. It. Yeah. That's when the Bible talks about that, you know, it's the goodness of God that leads man to repentance. Yep. And when you encounter or discover or believe the love of God, it's like Corey says, the why of your life changes. And the same deal for me. I grew up, pastor's kid, Christian home my whole life. Amazing foundation of theology, major understanding of yeah. God and scripture and all of that. But what changed for me was the why. Why am I in this thing? Why do I believe what I believe? Why yep. do I profess to be a Christian? I would say I loved God, but I never even really knew what that meant. Mm. I, cert- I mean, my wife testifies. I'd come home some days be like, I don't even know if I'm saved. And it wasn't that I didn't, you know, believe God was real. I mm. knew he was real. I just didn't think that I was connecting with him or that he wanted me. Yeah. yeah. And encountering his love or believing his love and that becoming a reality in my life changed everything. Yeah. Everything changed. Because yeah. the why of my life changed. The why of why I believe in him. Mm-hmm. Why I pursue him. It, it it changed everything. And the funny thing is, like, Corey, 
spoke so well about being a righteous tree in the even on Sunday night, being a righteous tree which produces righteous fruit. And the beauty of of knowing the love of God and living from that place is that the righteous fruit that so many Christians are looking to that just you can't help but when you're in love you you do that what you do because you're in love you do it because you want to and you're driven to do those things you know as as Chris said, the yep. Bible says that it compels us. The love of God compels us, and and so all my life, I you know, guys had come through talk about you know I'd spend you know so long with God and you know in the secret place where there is an hour or whatever, and I would just feel condemned. I'd be like, man, if I gave God five minutes of my time, I thought I was doing him a favor and and good job, me, you know. <laughs> Bible reading was this you tick the box day, thing. Bro. Come on, you tithing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get that. Uh, you know, and and tick the box and move on. And it, the Christianity to me was this to-do list that I had to try live up to and I failed all the time mm-hmm. and so I just felt like I was a failure, I couldn't be the good Christian I was meant to be and the whole why was so messed up it was it was because I didn't even understand who I was in God yeah. and the opinion of me and all of that mm. and when the why changed, when Love became a reality for me. All of those things, man. I would, I would go down into the, into the secret place or your closet, whatever. You, for me, it was a concrete basement, and I would just lose myself in him for two hours. Would just go by, and I would come out of that like, what even happened? Like, mm. like that just flew by. And and I don't wow. say that because it was a boastful thing. It was like just those things that used to be such a big deal and such an effort for me. Now we're just. I do this because I love him. Yeah. And it's, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can't beat the love of God. It should never be a burden to spend time with him. Like, no. We, that's a podcast we want to do as well, is talk about who God calls we, calls us, like who we are in him, mm-hmm. like we are loved yep. by him. Come on. Um, so we, that's another podcast. Oh, it's, it's not this one? South. Oh, come well, on. Okay. No, Let's no. make it this okay. one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen out. We'll I'm part three. Identity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, man. Man. That'll change your life, man. <laughs> That'll change your life. Change my life. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, the the thing that you spoke about um, yesterday that I was listening to the podcast uh, from today uh, that was uploaded today was that the world doesn't always isn't always going to like the Christ, like Christianity no and like that's something that we're going to have to deal with yeah because, but part of the reason why we need the love of God as well yeah um, because you know Jesus says to love your enemies mm. which is crazy and uh, it says if you just love those who love you well. Mm. What is that? That's not really, that's not really love. But the Bible says that we, to some, we are a sweet smelling aroma, and to others, we are like the stench of death, yeah. and uh, we're actually repulsive um, to people. But the reality is that God died for every person. Jesus died on the cross for for every single person. So that that's the in the context of the scripture, we're talking about love compelling. It goes on to say that if one died, then all died. So mm. it means that Jesus has paid for every person. So, and it says that we don't evaluate people according to the flesh. So. If the world, if the world's going to hate us for who is inside of us, that's the thing. They don't hate you for you. They hate who you're with. Yeah. They hate. They hate God. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is crazy, right? So we don't take that personally. It's because he he said, if they hated me, they'll hate you. Yeah. If they listen to me, they'll listen to you. Kind of kind of deal. So if we just live in the flesh um, and hate those who hate us. Well, we've we've missed the gospel, yeah. Because we were we were we were those people, yeah. Mm. To God, we were alienated. We were, you know, in our in our in our sinful state. We didn't want Him. We we, we didn't. We weren't asking for Him. We we didn't want to know God. And but it says that Christ's love is actually proved when He died for us when we were in that state. Mm. So that's the state of the world. But Jesus has made a way. So 
regardless of how the world treats us, can't affect um, can't affect our love because that was the scripture that we were that we were looking at. That Jesus said in the last days, um, you know, the, because of lawlessness, because of wickedness, because of just stuff popping off all over the place, our yeah. love can actually grow cold. Yeah, and that's happening when people are betraying each other. I can't believe someone would say that. I can't believe someone would do that. And that can actually cause us to take that on board. And actually, our love can start to grow cold. And then when our love is cold, there's nothing compelling us to actually reach out to the world that's that's around us. So, Yeah, for sure. It's massive. Mm. It's so massive. Good. Because so you, you just got to – we can't just love people who love us. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's not the gospel. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not cool. That's, <laughs> and it's no mistake that Jesus said to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Like – when he says that, loving yourself, that's not a vanity thing. What he's saying is you've got to see who you truly are yeah, and discover and understand your true identity in Christ and God, how valued you are. A lot of Christians just don't get how valued they are by God, how loved they are by God. I can tell you the value of your life, of any single individual on the planet. Yep. You're worth the life of the Son of God. You're yeah. worth the life of Christ. True. When I understand and believe that for myself— that then applies to every single person in my world and outside. Outside, Every person yeah. has that same value. If you don't first believe that about yourself, you're never going to love others because you won't value them and how God values them unless you value yourself as yeah. God sees you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, unless so you good. understand your own identity, you're never going to. And that's why he says, you know, you need to love your neighbor like you love yourself. As in a lot of Christians struggle to love people because they don't love themselves. Yeah. I know I did. And I used to, man, my, I, used to, <laughs> I used to hate myself. <laughs> I talk about being my own worst enemy. The stuff I used to say to myself in the mirror, like I just, man, I wouldn't talk to the, my worst enemy that way. But I just, I did not like myself. Yeah. But now I understand who I am in God and how valued I am by him. I can look at a perfect stranger and understand they have that exact same value, mm. that person, no matter, regardless of the external circumstances or whatever's going on. Like Corey said, it's not about the outside. Mm. They ever with the Son of God. Yeah. You know, the, the, the price is that high. 100%. Yeah, it's so wow. good. Yeah. It's not like it's a, a closed-off group. It's available for everyone. Come Every on. single person. Everyone, everyone is the same. The world. Yeah. That's pretty inclusive. Not just for God <laughs> so loved. Corey. <laughs> Whosoever. He does really love me, though. But yeah. Yes, he does. He, really does. Does. he is the favorite. He is the favorite. <laughs> I'm one of God's favorites. Um, and then, yeah, Sunday night. That was awesome as well. Considering Man. you were out half the day, and it was just... I was out the whole day with my friend here. <laughs> And uh, he actually encouraged me just to just to go with what I had. I had a few scribbles, a few thoughts, but um, I tried to sneak away a couple of times, but it just didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to just trust God, love me, and He's going to back me. But, but anyway, he did. It worked out. It worked. It was out. good. I'm a jealous yeah. friend. <laughs> Very jealous. No, he's a jealous guy. I'm supposed to be more like him. So. <laughs> jealous of your time. Yeah, but it was awesome Sunday night to me. Like yeah. we're joking about it being a hot mess. It was because it can't, just flows out of him. You know, when Corey talked about righteousness, and I know he can he relate to this. We both went through that that moment where we suddenly and unequivocally understood that God's made us righteous. Mm. That this yep. is not something we are striving toward, working mm. toward, or something we have to obtain. Yeah, it was done at the cross. Yeah. Yep. yep. We just have to believe it. And a lot of our walk has been 
aligning our lives to that truth. Yeah. We were just talking about this today, and I think last time I was on the podcast, I did that Spider-Man analogy, you know, how yeah. how this kid's bitten by the spider, and straight away he becomes Spider-Man. And Peter Parker's whole story is then aligning himself to the truth that you are now Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Live from that place. And I think for Corey and my, uh, a lot of our journey, like I say, has been that, that, that process of what I think is the process of sanctification and aligning our lives to the truth that you are now righteous because yeah. you're a whole new creation. Yeah. And um, just over breakfast this morning, we're talking about the butterfly. Because I only found this out a couple of months ago and it blew my mind that when a caterpillar goes into a chrys- into the chrysalis stage, you know, I kind of thought <laughs> the little caterpillar kind of pushed out some legs and shrunk his body a bit and popped out some wings and kind of transformed his body into a caterpillar and then he popped out ready. Anyone else? Can I see a show of hands? Yeah, did you all thought yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes into that I knew, that I knew cocoon. that was yeah, yeah, you did that. <laughs> he goes into that cocoon and basically it turns to soup. It just completely, wow. the caterpillar dissolves completely into this goo mm. that then is completely transformed into a yeah. whole new creature, oh, the wow. butterfly. Completely, it, yeah. It's amazing. So good. Right? Mm. All has passed away. The, you, the old things gone. You are a new creation. That Brand is the new. Christian life. Come on. Brand new. Yeah. So good. I never knew that. That's incredible. It's good, eh? Like, hey, I found out this morning as well, bro. Yeah. It was a great breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> very good breakfast. Food was good too, but Jesus was better. <laughs> so good. Bread of life. Right it's in the um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, I was, me coming out of a not a Christian um, household, I found myself eventually over time being like, okay, seriously, there's got to be more to life. Mm. Like, going through some depression, being like, okay, so... I don't feel loved by anyone. And then coming into the church and hearing the word of God and that just being poured over me and then picking up my Bible, reading who I was, I'm like, oh, mm. I do have purpose. Yeah. Wow. I am loved. Come on, bro. Come on. Like, it's not, it wasn't like as simple for me to, I guess, grasp the Christianity concept because I wasn't born into it, mm. born into it, but like straight away. But yeah. over that time, God's used me and molded me. A hundred percent, bro. But I think I think the like for anyone else listening, that you're almost at an advantage. Mm. I mean, we had a great. I had a great upbringing, but you're at an advantage when you. I believe you're at an advantage because you're a blank canvas. Yeah. So exactly. you you, don't, you have no preconceived ideas of what Christianity is meant to be yeah. or looks like, or and, and and the way you've done it to come in there completely fresh. And hear the word of God and read it for yourself and be like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. This is awesome. This yeah. is me now. This is me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I had been stripped <laughs> exactly. down to exactly. you're, bare bones. You're bare bones. You know yeah. what I mean? And and uh, and unfortunately, for, for a lot of Christians, we have to unlearn a few things that we've picked up yeah. through life and experiences and being around the church world. Yeah. Um, and I mean that, I don't mean that in dishonor, but it, it, it's a real, a real thing where we're trying to relearn what we've been told. Which we thought was in the Bible, but wasn't actually there. Yeah, it was just the norm of what we were in, if that makes sense. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if I should have said that, but I, I say that in love. And uh, no, that's good. That, that's actually be- me because I, <laughs> no. I feel like I've been around the, you know, I've been around Christian circles for quite some time yeah. now, mm. and I actually feel like from from the beginning of this year, God's taken me through, and I hate to say it, a reset. Yeah, and I'm exam. Everything's been under the microscope. Yeah, absolutely everything, mm. and I'm going, oh my gosh, got to change some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and That's especially awesome. the motivating factor of what I do. Yes, 
Um, and yeah, there's, there's there's been stuff that's not been done out of love, and I'm yeah. like, oh, mate, you're just a bit of a clown. <laughs> Change that, but you know, you know, I don't care. A righteous clown, just, a righteous clown. Yeah, just, yeah. just uh, <laughs> you know, change a few things and move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keep going, keep going. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's yeah. good, man. I I, I, so I honestly good. think that if you ask every you know Christian who's been walking with the Lord for a while, I think we all come to points of reset yeah. where we actually go a bit deeper. Hmm. on why we believe what we believe and yep. you know what you know things that we took as gospel we're like we read something like hang on i mean i know i know people that get a, a fresh bible every year just because they've highlighted and wrote in it and then the next year they want it to oh, be fresh yeah. again so when you're reading through it you're not just reading the same stuff that you highlighted again and yeah. again you're actually looking at it with fresh eyes that's good so even even a a practical example like that mm. there's yeah. so much more to yeah. what we know and and, and yeah. christianity in my opinion is very simplistic but it's because not because, but just because it's simple doesn't mean that it's not deep and yeah and profound. You know yeah. what I mean? There's mm. there's different layers of mm. revelation. Like you yeah. get a revelation that God loves you, mm. and then get a deeper one yeah. a week later because it's, <laughs> it's the endless love of God. <laughs> you know what endless. I mean? It's just like how far does this? Like I literally, I was praying today. I'm like, man, how far does this go? Like you know, like you know, because we're talking about how Adam Adam messed us up, right? And and we're living at what Adam did pre-Jesus yep. we, we're born into sin even though we weren't the ones who committed the offense and then <laughs> Romans 5 says well the Jesus righteous act far you know the consequence of his righteous act is actually more powerful we're sinning we're sin abounds grace abounds all the more mm. and so I'm like well how far because <laughs> sin really messed me up like before I was yeah. a Christian like yeah. sin messed me up like you I was such a twisted a twisted dude and and anyone who was around me would would better attest to that that i was selfish to my core and some things that that happened things that i did to my 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 wife you know before we were married and and just because i was insecure and looking for value and looking for love and just completely lost and so some messed up things i did because of i was born into sin Mm. but then when i got born again i was born into righteousness or born into Mm. into into what jesus has done everything he gave to everything he did he transferred to me yeah which is amazing but then I think a lot of us just stop with that thought alone. Where well, what does that mean? Hmm. What does that mean about my thoughts? What does that mean about my physical health? What does that mean about you know yeah. what comes out of me? What is that? What is everything renewed? Um, how far does this go? Like I know we go to heaven, um, and that's like the final completion when we get the new body. Um, but how free am I right now? Come yeah, on. because yeah. of what Jesus has done. Like you know when when we're reading through Romans six and it says I'm free from sin. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, well, that's not most Christians' current experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it says, the the Bible says yeah. that I'm free from sin. Not sometimes free. Not sometimes free. free. I'm actually yeah. free from the power of yeah. sin. Yeah. I still have the ability to sin yeah. if I choose to be a slave to it. But the Bible says that grace freed me to choose. Yeah. So I'm like, well, how, how far does this go? Like, can I actually walk and live like Jesus did hmm. on this on this earth? Yeah. Like, is that my goal? Is that the standard that I could possibly live at and again please hear me not by my own effort mm. That's it. but by the grace of god yeah. by his enabling by his righteousness by his holiness by his blood mm. could we actually live come on 100%. in that kind of way 100 percent. and i think when you look at the life of paul in that you, we, if you match the life of jesus and paul ministry wise and and the way he's talking and living yeah yeah he says imitate me as i imitate christ i'm like oh. that dude was walking yeah yeah. like jesus was walking and jesus said hey the same things i do you're doing greater yeah and we look at that and think oh well 
Yeah. 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 Okay. Some, just some words, you know. <laughs> just some words. Yeah, just some words in the Bible. Yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't really mean that. Like that's just yeah. you know hype, hype language, right? We think that's like hype language. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just throwing some stuff out, so we just go what, but then the we world. just walk off and don't do anything with it. Yeah. 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 Like the classic things of us doing this podcast, we'd be like, oh, like Jesus couldn't do a podcast and spread it around the world and like a snap of a finger, you know? Yeah. Like true, but also actually getting out there and getting into the community. And loving on those people, yes, and actually like walking with God mm. through this, through every situation, yeah, and just being with God with everyone, like, come on, yeah, yeah, it's so good, bro. And, and I think God answers the question too, Corey. Like, you know, that whole thing: how far can you go? You mm. know, how how deep is His love? How far can this? And, and God's answer is pretty clear: it's well, how deep can you dive? It's true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because it's there and it's available. It's yeah. just you got to jump. Well, it's an, yeah. it's an immediate way. So we've probably wasted our time trying to measure how deep we can go. That's just, it. As we just, just commit dive. to it. Just, just close your eyes. Just jump in. Line. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, bro. Come it's on. like diving. I don't know if anyone's dived. I've never done it before, but I know that it takes like practice. So you got to. You can only go down so far, and then you got to come back up mm. and like take your time. And then the next few times, you can get further and further down. Yeah. And like as long like every time you spend with God. Mm. Like the more you'll grow, and the more the deeper you can go. Yeah, so, that's true, bro. Yeah, yeah. The bigger and, your lungs. And, and I think the journey of the Christian life is the same for everyone. It's God being revealed to you, and God being revealed through you. Mm. That's it. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah, we're just all on. We're all on that same journey. We're just all in different places in yeah. that journey. Mm. Yeah. with different aspects and elements of God. Yeah. So while I'm having a revelation about the grace of God, Corey's having a revelation about the love of God. Yeah. And iron sharpens iron. So yeah, when exactly. we get together and talk about it and share yeah. those revelations yeah. and those yeah. journeys, yeah, that's an the invitation Christian life, right? Yeah, so good. Yeah, like us as a church, we like Corey's come in and he's broken it down really well. Like uh, broken the church, <laughs> <laughs> broken the church really well, guys. Bro, one job, one you job. Had one yeah, job, one, one job, bro. I'll build the church. No, break the church. Okay. <laughs> The gospel, I mean. yeah. Sorry, good thing. Slight typo, error. Yeah, slight sorry typo. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Rewind, erase, erase. Told you the show's not going to make it to you, bro. Good one. Um, no, yeah, we got you. Talk. We you've got broken you. the gospel down, yeah, super well. Like people that have been in the church for a long time, yeah, and hearing the words that God's been putting on your heart. Thanks, bro. Has like allowed so many people to be like, oh, okay, <laughs> right. Let's like you said, break things down. Yeah. And sort of start at the beginning with the gospel yeah. and like work your so way good. back mm. because you're actually hearing how much God loves you and hearing that you are set free. Yeah. Like hearing all these things, simpli- like so sim- simple, mm. like helps a lot of Christians to put it in perspective. Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. So it's, yeah. And yeah. that's because it was broken down for us, like again in our journey. Mm. Eh? Like the, we talk about this, so we're talking about Sunday morning, Sunday night. We just, sh- it's just sharing the journey. Like that was yeah. Corey's journey. That's part of the journey. Right? Oh, yeah. Sharing that mm. revelation that he's had. It's not, in, it's not a message he downloaded off the internet. This is his, <laughs> he's walked this walk. That's right? next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't watch Elevation this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the, <laughs> the rerun. <laughs> Corey will do it better. Um, <laughs> sorry, Steve. Um, but it is. This is just sharing sharing the journey. And I think, I don't know for Corey. Well, I do know for Corey because we've talked about it. But we are both com- just so blown away by how simple the gospel is. Like he says, that it, it is incredibly profound, the depth of it. 
yet there is such a simplicity to it. And I think for us, a big part of it was we were so caught up in, in all the complications. I mean, I remember, you know, I, prior to an encounter with God where he spelled out grace for me, I couldn't have told you what grace was. Yeah, I right. could have thrown out some Christian one-liners and, and bounced some scriptures around, but to yeah. actually define the grace of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now he's shown me, Holy Spirit has shown me through revelation time with him, word for word. I can tell you exactly what grace is. Yeah. I can spell it out. And because of that that journey with him, and again, you're just relaying that information. These, these aren't profound yeah. wisdoms that we've discovered, you know, outside of relationship with God. And, and these have been the, the building blocks that he's reestablished, like you, like you said, Todd, reset mm. in us. Yeah. And sharing that journey, I think, is, yeah. is helpful. Mm. I remember getting um, invited by this app called uh, Yes, He Is. And they said, oh, we just want you to come out and just um, give us just a quick gospel message. And I remember sitting in my office going, I don't actually like, <laughs> I don't know what, what, the what is the gospel? Like what does that mean? Like Do a people, I quote John like, 16? Exactly. What is you see how people say all the time, like, you know, I, I just met this person, I just preached the gospel and I'm like, What do you what, what do you that? mean you preach like what, what does that, that mean? Like you preach like did how you long start did that at, take? Yeah, exactly. You was started Adam and Eve series? and you went through like Abraham and like how did you preach the gospel? What's like, the gospel? Honestly, guys, and 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 I know it's meant to be good news, but it's <laughs> really good news. Which bit? Heaven? I don't know. But I remember, I remember, and this is what I, this is what I mean by the grace of God. Yeah. Not through my own ability, but to hear you say that I've broken down, you know, the gospel. I had no understanding of what the gospel was. I knew we were going to heaven. Mm. I, I I knew that much. Mm. Yeah, I knew we're trying to get people to heaven. That's it. But I didn't understand what the gospel was. Yeah, and and when you actually come to an understanding of what Jesus has actually done, and you hear the gospel, it actually becomes really good news. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's and then again, then you, you encounter because it's so good. You're like, well, the God loves me. This is amazing, yeah. and He's done all of this for me, and now He's done it for everyone else. So now love is compelling me again. Mm. And so I forget what I was going to say, but. I, I love that. Be completely blank. That's right. It'll come back. Your turn. It'll, it'll come back. <laughs> it must be my turn. If you'd asked me what the gospel was, I would have gone as far as to say Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins, so I can go to heaven one day. Yeah, that's the gospel. John three sixteen. Yeah, that is such a half truth. It's almost a lie. Wow. And I know that's a big statement. <laughs> Look at you guys. are like, wait, what? Like, yeah, Holding wait, our breath. What? Expand on that, please. <laughs> it's, such, it's such a half-truth, it's almost a lie. And what I mean by that is, of course, everything about that is true, but it does not end there. No. Jesus died on the cross to redeem a lost son back to him so that I could know him today. And I can prove that scripturally because John 3.16 goes on to say, of course, that he did all of this so that we could have eternal life. And Jesus says eternal life is that they would yeah. know you. John 17.3, yeah. Thank you. So 100%. there it is. So here's, here's the thing. Somehow I missed through my whole Christian life, even though I'd heard it a hundred times and probably would have rattled it back to someone as, yeah, yeah, that's on the list of priorities. But I, somehow I missed the whole point of Christianity. In fact, the whole point of us even being created in the first place was to know him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was to know him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did I live a Christian life for so many years and miss out on not only the best part of Christianity, but the very point of it, yeah. to know him? Eternal life is to know him. That has very little to do with me going to heaven. Mm. 
Now in heaven, I'm going to know him with a whole lot less restrictions than I do here on earth. So I'm all about it. It's going to be great. But I'm not looking to heaven to be my savior. Like Corey said on Sunday, death is not my savior. It's Mm. not like I hold on for dear life and then when I die, suddenly all the things that are in the Bible become true. I'm now righteous and I'm now this and I'm now. Mm. No, this is meant for me today. This is the born again experience. And I was missing out on so much in my Christian life. Mm. And the best part, knowing him, because I thought, well, that happens when you go to heaven. So that's what I mean by it was mm-hmm. such a half-truth. It was almost a lie because it just kept me holding on for, well, one day I get to go to heaven and yeah. then I'll know God. Mm. No, wow. no. Yeah. One day I know free. I can know him now. Yeah. I can know him today. Yeah. I can be free yeah. today. I can be healed. That's that's now. That's yeah. what he did. That's what the finished work of the cross means. That's mm. the gospel. Mm. And it's really good news. Really good news. Yeah. Do you remember what you were going to say, Corey? Yeah, it was. It's because <laughs> you're, you're I welcome. Do, because he finished on good news. Because my, I, to be all, to be honest, I I struggled to share Christianity, share Jesus, preach the gospel because of my understanding of what the gospel was. Because all I had was what Terry had. When you die, you go to heaven, which yep. I thought was good. I mean, I'm not saying that heaven's not good, but what I'm saying when I encountered the gospel and I actually got set free and knew that there was a God who wanted wanted me. And wanted to me to know him and be known by him and and have intimacy and relationship and be free from the life that I was living because I was living a Christian life but I was dead inside and still doing the things I didn't want to do. So so I felt I didn't want to share the gospel because I felt more miserable than the guy down the street who didn't want to know God. Yeah. Because I'm struggling with pornography and and I'm struggling with anger and I'm struggling with insecurities and I'm struggling with all this stuff. But the only good news I had was when I die, guys, I go to a better place than you do. Yeah. yeah. And so when I actually got set free, I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, this yeah. is good news. Come and on. it's not good news as in like I get a better life on earth or whatever like that. I, I still heaven's going to be amazing. Don't get me wrong. I don't think we can get, do that justice of how great heaven's going to be. But when I actually thought, actually, I can walk up to someone. And I can say, hey, do you know Jesus Christ actually can set you free from that right now? Yeah. That's not actually who you are. And you don't have to live dictated by an addiction the rest of your life. That I can actually give them the gospel and know that Jesus will set them free. If if they give their life to him, Jesus will completely make them new. All that old stuff, all the old hooks and all that kind of stuff will go. That's when I realized, hey, the gospel is actually good news. Yeah. So good. And so then the motivation, again, to preach something that's actually good mm. that's actually going to change people's lives and help them not just in heaven but actually on earth today that this can help husbands and marriages this can mm. help kids this can help a young teenage boy who you know seen a, a pornographic film at his friend's house at 12 years old you know what i mean like this can help yep. people right now people can actually be set free yep. because yeah. of what jesus has done because it's a finished work it's done yeah like this thing is over you don't have to be dictated by the flesh you don't have to be dictated mm. by you know, the, the, the saying, everyone has their demons, it, it used to, <laughs> honestly, I agreed with it mm. for so long. And I, I genuinely thought pornography was my demon. And Jesus knew about it, and he's going to forgive me, but it's mine to manage. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It's mine to manage. This is my demon. <laughs> Other people got, you know, alcoholics, gambling, yeah. some other kind of vice, right? Yeah, yeah. And, but this was my one. So I just had to learn to manage this one and, and deal with this one. But when I actually encountered the gospel for what it was, it's not, it's not old creation living. Mm. It's, it's new creation living. It's not, it's not I'm trying to manage my old life with a bunch of set of new rules. I can actually be set free. And mm-hmm. so I stand here as a testimony of God's grace that's, that yeah. you can actually be free wow. from the things that you're going through yeah. because I believe that's what the gospel is. Yeah 
says, who the sun sets free is free indeed. That's it. Not he who dies is free indeed. Mm. Yeah. You know, when you when you die and go to heaven, the, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Yeah. yeah so it's just Be- it's just beautiful because he sets you free from yourself. Yeah. Yes. All of that is self. Yeah. Self is always the issue. We don't realize half the time we're our own worst enemy. We actually are our own worst enemy. We will blame other people. Oh, my parents did this, or someone said this, or a teacher did that to me, or I had these things going on. And I'm not saying the situations aren't real. I'm saying victimhood, uh, brokenness, your past, your sin, all of that is driven by self. And Mm. you can be free from you. Yeah. Jesus set me free from me. Yeah. It was the great. That is why the gospel is such great <laughs> yeah. news. Because I was a train wreck. Yeah. I was a living train wreck. I was in conflict, especially as, like again, like Corey, as a Christian, I was in constant conflict because I knew what I should be, yeah. but I knew I wasn't. Mm. And so Christianity to me was just torture. It was this constant conflict. Jesus set me free from that because He set me free from myself. Yeah. And the beauty of being free from you is you're also then you're free from. From the opinion of others, it's like it's like now I'm free from what I thought of myself. Yeah, I'm now free from what you think of me. Yeah, the only thing that matters is what God says about me. Yeah, oh yeah, it is, a, and what a beautiful way to live. Yeah, and when so you good. look at what Paul talks about about us comparing ourselves with each other and all these different things, mm. the answer to that, the answer to to marriage issues, the the answer is always selflessness. Yeah. Mm. Dead to self, alive to Christ. Yeah. Yeah. My life is not my own. I've been bought with a price. When yes. all of that becomes your reality, yeah. it's so freeing. And all that stuff that you're dealing with just falls away because yeah. that was the old you that is now dead and gone. Mm-hmm. That's the gospel. Yeah. Colossians is great at that because it, it says, sorry, bro. No, it's it okay. says, um, you got me preaching Take, take, take. You got me preaching. You're right. Go. <laughs> this is your opportunity just to keep you on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's it's, it's true what Terry's saying because it says that we look at the cross and that's where the old you's nailed. Mm. And so when the old you comes knocking, you point him to the cross. Say, well, that guy died. And then I was buried when I got baptized, and now I'm a a whole new creation. So everything that you used to do and all the hooks and all the things that used to get me, um, you called the wrong guy. Mm. Come on. I'm I'm changed. I'm new. And if you can understand that about the gospel... I mean that that will set you free because because some people think well if I get if I get a uh, like a temptation or if you know an old memory comes back or something comes back and oh my, that must still be who I am well it's not you died but the enemy is still going to have a crack at you because yeah. he wants you to believe you're still the same old person yeah. and so it's not it's not about taking that and saying oh well see I haven't changed it's about saying no I have changed so therefore yep. goodbye thought yep. <laughs> you know what I mean yes. so it's still going to come knocking trash bin and the desktop, you know i mean I'm, I'm still a dude so i still you know there's there's temptation to look at stuff and do stuff but but the way that i got over it was by what jesus did on the cross come on yeah yeah and so it doesn't mean that i'm not tempted or i don't have thoughts or i don't have the ability to do something but i just choose to say hey that's hey the old Corey would have answered that call straight away <laughs> but this one's new that's yeah it. and he's and he looks like jesus yeah and jesus didn't have an issue with pornography yeah Come on. Yeah, yeah. I'm constantly <laughs> deleting Instagram because just like the feeds come up, it's like, oh, you're a guy, so you'll enjoy this. Yeah, 100%. I'm like, gone. Get yeah, out bro, of here. Yeah. Reset. It's, it's pointed at you. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, you were saying before, Terry, that uh, Corey's preaching his, uh, that I guess, how he got to the point after his testimony, like how he got to be saved and made new again. So, like, the, we do this podcast and we talk about the testimony and about the life changing things that someone may have gone through but we haven't yet done the part two of that person's podcast and what they learned and how they became right. so like this is what this podcast mm. is 
to call yeah, back. Like at on. some point, we might get Corey back on if he wants and shares his actual testimony. But like this is this is how you became free. Yes, which is awesome because yeah. this is what we need to hear. Yeah, this is and, a gospel, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and we can often do people a disservice when we make it all about the transformation. The transformation's amazing, and yep. the transformation, of course, is, is so the gospel, and it's so God working in people's lives, and some people have some incredible transformation stories, you know, the, rag to ri- the rags to riches, the brokenness, the, mm. you know, the drug addict to, you know, set free. I mean, all of that's incredible. It's funny. I just, Lisa and I, my wife, we were just talking about this and I said to her, you know, I sometimes wonder if, if the greatest testimony is actually the person who lived a really good life mm. and had, you know, um, good things around them, wasn't broken, wasn't, uh, you know, out on the street, wasn't an addict, wasn't in that place where they cried out to God because they were at the end of their rope. But they just were you know, living a, a really not good life, and, and, but then heard the gospel and mm. went, I want that. I I hear and understand the goodness of God, and I want that for my life. And I want it because of how good God is. And I think, man, there's no agenda in that. It's not like I need God because mm. I'm broken and I need him to fix me up, or I, you know, my marriage is falling apart and I need God. And again, I'm not disqualifying all of those testimonies. I was broken. I cried out to God at, from a point of desperation, and he heard my cry and saved me, and I'm forever grateful. But I'm like, man, just to come at it with no agenda, you know? Yep. So when people say, well, I don't really have a testimony, you know, I just kind of believed. My, my wife's like that. She didn't have that kind of brokenness to, mm. to uh, you know, that, that tra- it was just this thing she's always believed, the goodness yep. of God. She's always believed the love of God. God for her and she she has an incredible relationship with God because of yeah. it you know I think that's I think that's amazing yeah. I, yeah we used to hold this um young young adults but just guys and we went around sharing testimonies and like we start and ended with this guy Samuel who's German hopefully he's listening I saw him like the the page the other day um and he was hi Samuel yeah, yeah. Hi, Samuel, hi Samuel all the way in Germany hi, hi Samuel <laughs> and good in toit is that right Guten Tag. Good enough, sorry. I said good and tight. <laughs> How are your shoes? Good and sorry tight. Sorry about my jeans, guys. <laughs> good and tight jeans. God loves to try. And um, he, he was like, oh, I don't really have a testimony like your your guys. Well, like, that's fine. Like, just share what, like, what God's done. And he's like, well, I was brought up a Christian. My family owned a bookshop. And Christian bookshop? Yeah, Christian bookshop. Awesome. And... That was all in you. Mm. He just knows the goodness of God. Yeah. Wow. And he's like, sort of, like, oh, I don't actually have a testimony like you guys. I was like, <laughs> no, no, that's yeah. fine. Man. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you know God. <laughs> Come on. And you know the goodness of God. Like, yeah. that's all that, that is. That is the walking, living testimony, knowing God. Doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter mm. what look what yeah. it looked like before. Mm. If you know Him, yeah. that's your testimony. Yeah. 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 So good. It's the goal. Mm. Yeah. Like for you, George, growing up. In, a, in the church and seeing it changed and adapt to the world's view like surely not what no like not adapt to the world's view but like <laughs> where did I grow up Wait, yeah. what? what church was <laughs> this what church was this <laughs> like multiple churches church adapted to the world George's is the older older oh, one okay, sorry, sorry. so like he's seen the world the, the church mold around the world's view yeah yeah like, great. so yeah. would you say that the greatest part of the church is the people loving 
onto the community around them and that's how they reach? Or is it digging your deep root? I have no idea where I'm going with this. I'm just spitting <laughs> words out, guys. <laughs> Someone yeah, help me. Um, Send help, someone, Jesus. Someone rescue me. Help me out. Because, um, um, yeah, like you would have grown up in many churches and you would have seen how different churches may have grown yeah, had different in the approaches community. To yeah, the, yeah, yeah. To the kingdom of God and... and yeah, I've, I've seen the church go through a transformation, I guess, over the last 30-odd years. And from what I see now, it's the emphasis is definitely on uh, uh, definitely on love, mm. uh, 100%. Mm. I, I think the, the greatest weight and the greatest impact we can have is, is, is to do things from a genuine heart mm. for people. And it because, it, man, you, you, you can preach to people – the cows come home and i've had just massive debates with people on on the gospel and whatnot and the word of god but it's always been love that's impacted people so, the most mm. absolutely um and yeah i i guess just as a recent again just going through a a, a hard examination mm. and and just making sure i am doing things from a heart of love mm. for god and i know god loves me so that's my motivating factor to reach out to people that's it yeah. That yeah. counts. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 You want it to count, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's powerful too, you know. If we yeah. if we do things not out of love, it, it, it's not going to it's not going to count. It doesn't count. No. no it's yeah. crazy. It's like, man, what a waste of time that was. It's I just know. like just thinking well, logically. And Paul yeah. is not vague about that. Like he is not vague about that. He is so black and white. Like you can do the best of the best. Tongues of angels, moving mountains yep. like Corey said, giving up yourself as, as a martyr. Void of love, it means nothing. Yeah. He is so black and white about that. Yeah. It baffles me how how often we can get caught up in things that we do, and we do it for all these other motives. Void of love. Mm. And I mean, how do we miss this? Yeah. Like, how is love not the number one topic churches talk about? The love of God. You mm. know, like what Corey said earlier about God is love. You can't mm. separate that out. Mm. If that's not the foundation of everything you believe. Mm. Something's not right. Yep. You don't know him, <laughs> yeah. because he is love, and I, and and I'm really glad that that's who he is and not what he does. Yeah. Mm. Because maybe I could do something to cause him to stop loving me, but being who he is, and he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, no turning or shifting of shadow. There's nothing I can do to make him stop loving me. Mm. He is love. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, that's really that's a really big deal. Mm. Yeah, yes. Praise God. You guys pulled that plan up. Because um, you spoke about that on Sunday morning. What's that? Um, about you're going to approach someone and you're like, you examined yourself. I did. Yeah, that was Yeah, I was right. right. I was in the right. Wow. There was a situation that was happening that I had every right to say something mm. and come in. Right's and not a fruit of the Spirit. No. Well, righteousness mm. is. So yes, come on. <laughs> I'm talking from a, from a perspective of a... Um, yeah, from a perspective of a, a position of leadership, uh, that something was happening. But I stopped myself because I, I examined my heart. Did I have love for the person I was about to go speak to? Wow. And I didn't. So I, I chose not to. And by, when I say I didn't have love for them, I mean I, I loved them. I just wasn't in the right um, frame, if that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> I, was more, I was more worried about being right than what I was right. about actually loving that yeah. person. So I actually chose not to. Not to go there. Wow. Um, That's amazing. Just because I, I, I got asked to tell someone off a few weeks ago mm. here, and 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 same again. I was actually in the right. Yeah. 
And I thought, you know what, I, I really don't know them that well. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm in the right, yeah. I felt I just felt, no, I'm, I'm going to really 100%. Yeah. It's not in love. Yeah. Yeah, so I just left it alone. I didn't, yeah. even, didn't even bother saying Good call, anything. bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Yeah, if it's not love, it's a, it's a zero. So. Yeah. It's and a, I think that's why we get yeah. in trouble because we, especially as Christians, because we have the word of God. We have absolute truth. So we we're, we we can be pretty right if we want to be right. Mm. Um, we're, you know, good with, even, we're good with yeah. truth. We're good with truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, even yeah. like what you're saying about, you know, you know what you are saying before about, um, oh, it's escaped me now. forget what it was. But when we talk... You know, if I'm having a debate with someone, like yeah. for me, that's a that's a nothing. Like, I'm not here to debate you. Yeah. I'm I'm here to love you. And so, yeah. if I'm just going to argue facts and and I win the argument, mm. that's not that's not yeah. a it's not a win for the kingdom, and it's you know it's not a win for. I have to so restrain myself from social media sometimes. I'm, I'm yeah, with stuff social, going on. I'm like, oh, uh, don't, social don't, media is don't the worst place. On it. <laughs> yeah. If you want to lose love real quick, yeah. put up a post on social media because you yep. can't get context. And yeah, yeah. it's just. It's it's all about winning an argument, mm. yeah. so yeah. it doesn't do us any favors. Mm. Yeah, I uh, Pastor Mike's been running um, Doom Hub is what he called end time studies, <laughs> and I actually had to like back myself out of that because I was like, I'm becoming too f- fixated on this point. Yeah, like I need to be focused on what's happening now, like yeah. in terms of knowing God and making Him known, mm. so that the stuff that does come in the end, mm. people like are ready for. Yeah, and they're on the right side of the fence. You yeah, know? Mm. on the love side of the fence. Yeah, yes. But me, like me and Terry used to, because we worked in, we were in Auckland together, so we used to go out on the street. And, and Terry even done it this morning. We're in Bunnings and told the lady who was trying to cut a key for us that just didn't happen. <laughs> Terry's like, just want to let you know, God loves you, you know. And it was, it was a beautiful moment. But like, you know, we when we encounter the love of God, we. I don't know, I'll speak for myself, because Terry's here and he's got his own microphone. But we would just go out and just say, hey, just want to let you know God loves you. Mm. And I remember there was so much kickback from that very thing, because the the issue, like you'll find the one issue that people have with the love of God is if you tell people God loves them, they won't change. Mm. But the truth of love is, when you know you're loved, it changes you. Oh, yeah. And so it's this really weird you know, if, if I tell them, if I say to someone who's not walking with God, God loves you. I mean, most of us can't say that because we struggle to believe that God loves us. And we go to church every Sunday so, and we tithe and we pray and we read our Bibles and we still don't think God loves us. So, so it's how not the reality. Yeah. So how, how, how can he love someone who doesn't even want to know him? Yeah. So that's, that's what when Terry was saying, you know, to love, love yourself. Mm, yeah. Love your neighbor as yourself. Like if you don't even a revelation that God yep. loves you for for who you are for your creative value. Mm-hmm. You can't actually love your neighbor. You, you can't impart that to someone. You can't you, impart if that. You love. don't have it yourself. Yeah, you can. And, and when what Terry's saying to know God, you can't reveal something you don't know. Yeah. So if I don't know the love of God, I can't reveal the love of God. Mm. So I need to know it first. Yeah. And yeah. that's not selfish. That's just biblical. Like mm. I need to know to make known. I can't make known what mm. I don't know. And it, so I, I think from that 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 standpoint. I think, oh, you threw me. Sorry, bro. You threw me, go. It's just you. It must be your time to talk. No, you're just inspiring me, bro. Because <laughs> the, <laughs> the beauty of knowing God's love is when you look at that perfect stranger across the counter and when you know your identity and you know your value and you know your worth and you, you're looking at this perfect stranger. I don't know her story. I don't know her background. I don't know what kind of person she's like. I know how she was with us for all of a couple of minutes, but that was irrelevant i could look at her and tell her with a genuine heart Mm. that god loves you so much he thinks you're amazing i told her he smiles when he thinks of you 
because he does. She's a she's a daughter of God. Whether she's a lost daughter yeah. or a found daughter, he loves her no end. Mm. Yeah. And I know that because I believe it. I believe it about myself and I believe it about her. Yeah. So you can you can say those words and like Corey says, mm. it may not it may be water off a duck's back. But she might go home and think about that and who knows, she might encounter God. Could change your life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I regret on Sunday after hearing it. I don't know. I just looked, glanced at this girl as she was walking past as I was picking up my subway, and she looked like she had teary eyes. Mm. And I glanced at her. I was like, "Oh, she looks sad." And then I jumped in my van. I said, "Why did I not go and approach her and be like, God loves you. Mm. It's okay. Mm. Um, like, He wants to be in a relationship with you, or, or whatever." And just I was like, "Why did I not go and do that?" And then I like look out. She's gone. I'm like, okay. Great. But I was like, it'll be weird. Put Broke. my subway down, run back We all out have the missed opportunities. There'll bro. be another one, bro. Don't worry about it. We all have missed opportunities. I won today in I started talking to this guy Such a good story. you got to tell the story. Because uh, it's not always a win, right? It's not like, always a win. the love of God, yeah. it's not always yeah. a win. Yeah. Great but love story. never fails. And so <laughs> you need to know that. If, you, if your heart is to love someone, it never fails. But this could have been a failure. It wasn't a failure, bro. I talked. We started talking to this guy. Was it Rico was on? And uh, so we're chat, chatting away, and finally he's from Alexandria, and I'm like, oh, the Blossom Festival. Oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I said, I grew up in Tiana, so I started sharing my testimony of how, you know, I was a bogan, and, you know, we used to travel up to the Blossom Festival. It was like a big bogan event, like everyone's oh, there. Huge. You know, everyone in their yeah. wagon's there, right? <laughs> so Kingswood. I said, I've only actually been once, but I never actually got to the Blossom Festival, because when I turned up, we all jumped, pulled out of the wagon, and we were all... Not in a good state, and <laughs> just just to clarify, he started this by saying, "Oh yeah, I'm a pastor." I, I did. Pastor I started like a pastor, and then I talked about and the then, blossom. And festival. then he went into the story. Go. I went into the blossom. <laughs> so, anyway, so I turned up. I got thrown in the in the pa- back of the paddy wagon and put in the cells for the night. And so I got that part out. The next part of that was going to be I realized that there has to be something more to life, and this is when I started. You know, God was pursuing me and, and coming after me. But before I could get to that part, who he was waiting on turned up, and so he he just said, "So all good to got. meet you," and left you. So all he heard was, "There's oh. a pastor who went to the Blossom Festival, got, got blind trashed, drugs. got thrown in the cell." Anyway, and, and, uh, and that was it. And that was it. Gone. So uh, you you never know. But. You're gonna have to keep going back to Bunnings until you. I have to come try and find That's this it. guy. Yeah. Do a part two. I have to try and find this. Guy. Oh, it was finished my testimony. It was great. That's, that, there's always going to be moments where we where we feel we've missed an opportunity, but I, I remember when this when this first started becoming real to me. Every conference or place I would go, people would give me a prophetic word, and they would say the same one line, and it used to annoy me. They said, "God loves you just as much when you're sitting on your couch as He does when you're preaching the gospel," and I used to just weep. Wow! Because I'm like, well, that's love. So yeah. He loves me for who I am. Hmm. He doesn't love me for what I do. I do. That's so good. Which is crazy because when I know I'm loved, I start doing things. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Not, not yep. because I, yep. I want to do things to be loved because mm. that was that's previous. Without love, we do things to get loved, yep. if that makes sense. Yeah. So that was like a, a, a three, four-week season of just constantly people just saying, man, just God just loves you. Like, the Father's just so proud of you. And I'm like, what? I haven't done anything. And I'm like bawling. I'm like, I don't want to accept it. But this is the, the whole thing because that the love of God is based on who he is. It's not based on our performance. And so where I was going with that is that because there could be someone listening mm. that thinks this is just madness. 
And you'd be right because the, right. the gospel is man <laughs> in a good way. It's a good kind of man. But what I'm saying, there, there, there is a line of thinking that from a humanistic point of view, if you tell people God loves them and you tell people that God just loves you for who you are, not for what you do, if you have a works mentality or if you have a, a, a lack of, of, of revelation of the love of God, you, 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 won't, you won't accept that yeah. because you are loved by what you do. And and if we have a again a works mentality, God loves me because I changed. God mm. loves me because I tried better. God loves me because I did good things, which is completely not the gospel. And so it, it's this weird oxymoron kind of deal that when you realize you're loved, I, I don't know what it was like for Terry, but when I realized I was loved, I actually did more than what I did before. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. I had no pressure to do something mm. to be loved, but I knew I was loved and I just wanted to do everything. So I wanted to just, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to pray for everyone and I wanted to go to church and I wanted to tithe and I wanted to serve because my whole, again, what we've been talking about, our whole motivation mm. changed. But if you look at it logically, if you tell someone, hey, God loves you, he loves you for who you are, we think that that means, well, they're never going to change or yeah. they're never going to do anything. And so we're, the motivation is not love anymore. The motivation is fear. If you do this, this, and this, and this, then God will love you. Hmm. Yeah. And a lot of us are living in that, and then we wonder why we can't walk up to someone on the street and say, hey, God loves you. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's good. It's amazing. Yeah. And as Corey said, love never fails. And the reason is is because you're not there with an agenda. You're not trying to tick a box, and you're not trying to land somewhere with it or, or get an outcome. If we go into sharing the love of God with people looking for a specific outcome or a, uh, what's the word, where you're, you know, you're trying to get them to a point or to say a prayer or to mm. whatever it is, get a response from them in, in one way or another, or it becomes agenda driven, then you've missed the point. Mm. The point is to love them with a genuine heart of love mm. and share as much as they're willing to receive. Yeah. Yep. And let Holy Spirit do what he does. And love, mm. that will never fail. Mm. That, I mean, I've walked up to people and said, God loves you so much, and had them turn around and give me the worst response ever. <laughs> and I walk away going, that's a win, because that person is going to go home and lie on their bed and think about that, yeah. that God loves them. Yeah. And does he really? And who is this God? And it's, there's, yeah. you know, yeah. But even that, I mean, it's, I, I'm not there to get, like I say, to get a, to tick a box. Mm. I'm there just to share with them the love of God and that that will never fail yeah Corey this morning was not a failure it, it was, was a not. really thank funny you. story <laughs> yeah, thank you it's a great yeah. story he's going to go tell that one many times this pastor oh alright I, 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 <laughs> drunk it I think we learned the lesson was get there quicker yeah yeah, don't beat around the bush. Get yeah, to the, don't beat around the bush. Exactly. <laughs> Get to the good part quicker. <laughs> Maybe start at the at the good part, good part. and work your way back. A bit of a backstory. Back you know those movies that like show the end first and then you work your way back. I think this could be a good evangelism. Yeah. Jesus is amazing, yeah. and here's why. Here's why. <laughs> Loss of festival. <laughs> uh, oh, that's good stuff. I've really enjoyed this podcast, guys. Thanks, bro. Us too. Enjoyed this. Yeah. It's awesome. been great. It's sort of all just lined up last night, and you guys just were like, let's just do it. It's Meant just to the way. It's honestly, it's hey. been an honor, man. Thank you. We love what you guys are doing, and love your heart. And man, thank you, thank for, you for the revelation that you bring in, eh? Yeah. To the body of Christ. It's, it's really building and edifying, so, and it's mm. necessary and right. Yeah. Come on. So, yeah. Yeah. We just pray this uh, podcast encourages you and uh, 
send us some messages if you have any questions about it or if you want anything answered and we'll pass them on to Corey. Uh, <laughs> Corey Watson.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, guys. Until the next podcast. <laughs>